Welcome to Through the Lens, a podcast where we discuss film, TV, and other cinematic elements. I'm Ellen. And I'm Olivia. Looking forward to the movie today, Olivia. What are we doing? Well, first off, everyone, we're back. Sorry about our um, four-month-long hiatus. We uh, <laughs> we both got a little busy with with school and, and everything, COVID and all those things, but we're back and we're better than ever. Oh, yeah. The start of our new season, season two of Through the Lens, coming Ooh. your way. But this episode, we're, we're starting our new and improved season with the film Rocket Man. And that I will give a little summary about. Um, the director is Dexter Fletcher, <clears throat> who has also directed oh, Sherlock Holmes 3, Bugsy Malone. Looks like he was part of Eddie the Eagle. So he he must have a preference of actors. Um, yeah. Anyway, so a s- little summary of our film today <clears throat> is young Reginald White changes his name to Elton John and collaborates with singer-songwriter Bernie Talpin to become one of the most iconic figures in pop history. Set to his most beloved songs, it's the epic musical story of Elton John, his breakthrough years in the 1970s, and his fantastical transformation from shy piano prodigy to international superstar. Ooh. Yeah, so if you haven't seen this film, it's really quite something. It's all about Elton John, so if you're a big Elton John fan, mm-hmm. highly recommend. If you like a musical experience, mm-hmm. this is a good one. Yeah, for sure. And it's, it's a good one to see in the theater. I don't know. I know more new movies are coming out now, but when they weren't coming out and theaters were playing old, or movies that have come out, that was a good one to see. But anyway... Shall we get started? Do you have anything anything else to add to our, our fans out there? No, let's get into it. We're excited to be back. All right, let's do it. Where do we start? First off. Where do we start? We're a little rusty here. No, it's Cinematography. All right. So, uh, starting off with cinematography, I, I'd like to start off by saying I thought it was very beautifully done. Um... Musicals are always interesting to to see how they how they choose to move the camera around because there's so many different ways you can do that. Like you can have it, you know, panning around, you can have it just set and just have, you know, the cast dancing. But uh in this I think the camera's very fluid. I think it followed everyone around <coughs> quite well. Um I really loved especially um like all the musical numbers, of course, mm-hmm. the camera the camera movement picked up a lot. Um, oh, I'm trying to think of a specific moment. I mean, a lot of the this also has to go do with editing, but the transitions, like the the camera work from all the transitions from scene to scene, were pristine, very crisp, mm-hmm. and very very fluid. Obviously, they were planned out by the cinematographer and the director. Um, but yeah, no, I. I it's a really good um, musical flow. It flows with the music, and I love that oh, about it. For sure. Yeah. <clears throat> it is interesting with these musical biopics. I, I liked how it did, like, um, had kind of, like, a feeling like you were in a theater, mm-hmm. like, kind of watching 
a yeah. musical actually taking yeah. place, and that's kind of how the cinematography played out in the movie too. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, very fluid and and like you're watching a play, like a Broadway musical, mm-hmm. but you get to like be part of the experience, and I like when that happens. For instance, like in La La Land, um, <laughs> that's how I felt watching that movie. Like I was I was there, like kind of following around and. Same with, like, older musicals, like, um, Umbrellas of Cherbourg and all those old, old musicals that we will get to. Promise, yeah. everyone. <laughs> all you, all you, uh, musical fans yes, here. we are, <laughs> honestly. It's one of my favorite types of movies. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else. I mean, the framing was awesome. The, I really liked the color as well at the beginning of the film. So we start off with Elton and like a support like rehab group and then kind of go start from the beginning of the story and like I really liked that change of <laughs> what there's a bug outside the window what you got to say no okay um we anyway we go back to his childhood and it, it takes place in like what the, the 50s right it should mm-hmm. be the 50s it looks like it um it's kind of black and white, but just Elton is in color, and, like, little Elton is also a little more, um, his color is showing a little more than, you know, the, the, the neighborhood, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was a really, really cool choice by the cinematographer and the, the colorist there, um, because we feel like we're going, like, we're kind of fitting in with the times, you know, like, and then as we progress, the color, you know, got more vibrant. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like his life getting more vibrant mm-hmm. as we watch it unfold. And he's always the most colorful. He is, yeah. Always. Th- that, Even as a kid. Yeah, for sure. And you can tell, and they make a point of that, which is who he is. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right, do you have anything else for cinematography? No, I think I'm good on that one. Awesome. All right. Uh, should we talk about direction? Let's do it. Um, so clearly Dexter Fletcher, a little bit about him. So he is from London. He's a, he's a British actor turned director. Um, I'm trying to see, I think he's, I'm trying to see what he acted in, but he directed, yeah, he directed Rocketman, Eddie the Eagle. He produced actually Bohemian Rhapsody, so he didn't direct that. Um, I'm trying to find, like... Here we go. Basic information about this man. So he was born in 1966. um, And his earliest acting role was playing Babyface in the 1976 film Bugsy Malone. Oh, yes. I saw that, too. Okay. So, yeah. If if you know what what that's all about, then you might know this man. Um... So he's a director, a writer, an actor. He's English slash Lithuanian. Hmm. Um, he made his directorial debut with Wild Bill in t- 2011. And he also directed Sunshine on Leith? 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 I think it's Leith. Um, yeah. And Eddie the Eagle. And Eddie the Eagle stars... Um, oh my. Taron, Taron Edgerton, who is also the star of our movie. We'll get to that when we get to yes. acting. But... Um, it's very clear that, I mean, the way he worked with the actors, obviously, Taryn was not afraid to take the role of Elton John on. 
mm-hmm. and just fully encapsulate that. And Dexter um, clearly has some connection with uh, biopics and musical biopics, especially mm-hmm. pertaining to this time period of like seventies and the eighties, sort of. Um, I think it was beautifully written and, and directed. Um, all the actors were phenomenal. I mean, mm-hmm. even oh, the God. yeah, even the um, the dance numbers. I I really that's one thing I really like to watch is the choreography. Mm-hmm. I know he probably didn't do the choreography, but sometimes you know directors do play a role, especially in where the camera's at, watching all that. But yeah, this yeah. guy seems seems like he knows what he's doing behind the camera of a musical. Yes, he did a good job facilitating all of this, and I do wonder. I'm curious what his connection with music and what mm-hmm. his background is on that. Yeah, me as well. I'm trying to, to see if I can find anything quick, personal life. Um. <laughs> but yeah, either way, he did a great job. And Here's an interesting fact, actually. So he married a Lithuanian film and theater director, Dalia, I, I, don't, I'm, I don't think I should attempt to <laughs> um, pronounce her last name, um, but, and his best man was his fellow actor, Alan Rickman. Severus Snape. Oh, really? <laughs> that's in, that's very interesting. Huh. Um, He's in this movie, The Elephant Man, too. Yeah, I... David Lynch. Okay. I saw that. That's that's a good that's a good film too. We'll have to watch that. Um, so he's got a pretty interesting uh, cinema life in cinema. Here he's got lots of connections. Both of his brothers are actors as well. Looks like. He has a really wide variety of types of movies in his filmography, mm-hmm. too, which is and interesting. That's very interesting because, I mean, with my experience in learning about directors and actors, they usually tend to lean towards a genre or, like, a continue continuous hybridization of genres con- combined. But, I don't know. He seems to pull it off, so that's pretty mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. But yeah. All right. I think we should get into acting since we're already talking about that. Let's do it. Yeah, so I would say that the director here, Dexter, did a wonderful job of pulling together all the different actors. Mm -hmm. Um, Some people that we got on the cast, Taryn Egerton, as uh, Olivia mentioned already, Um, Richard Madden. Mm Mm-hmm. Here, I got some here. Uh, Jamie Bell plays Bernie. Mm-hmm. Bryce Dallas Howard from, you know, an episode of Black Mirror and Jurassic <laughs> World. And she's been, uh, she always seems to play, oh, The Help. She's in The Help. Mm. Um, Gemma Jones. Yes, iconic. Mm-hmm. Iconic in British cinema. You might know her from Bridget Jones, all the Bridget Jones movies. I mean, Ellen's mother did. Shout mm-hmm. out, Luann. <laughs> so I think, I mean, they all did a great job, but obviously Taryn really takes the cake yeah. on this one. He had to do all the singing and all that uh, Elton acting, so it really was on him for 99% for of the real. movie. <laughs> and, I mean, even watching, especially with a biopic, it's very interesting to see how they kind of transform the actors as they grow up. I think that's really interesting, but I think it was pretty spot on because at the end of the film, they they show kind of side-by-side side pictures from the film, like the costumes, mm-hmm. and then pictures of Elton John like from real life, and 
it's pretty pretty damn good yeah. <laughs> you ask me that was really fun yeah and he i mean even his movements he must have studied elta i mean we should have oh, it'd take sure. hours to look into it but um I, i'd be curious to know how much time he spent around elton john yeah i was saying too like it's got to be intimidating. Same thing with, like, Bohemian Rhapsody. Mm-hmm. To play someone like that who's a part of making the film and is going to be watching the film. <laughs> and their life. And to, like, yeah. get them spot on. That would be yeah. intimidating. And it's a I lot think, of pressure. Yeah. He took it on well, I think. Yeah, I think I think he did it as well. I mean, he has a great voice. Mm-hmm. Pretty, pretty spot on to Elton. I mean, it's Elton John, right? Mm-hmm. No one can... Can you know have it's his voice replicated, but, but but it's pretty close for yeah. it's it's good and his dancing, his acting, I mean, his accent. Pretty pretty good. I I, I liked his acting. Let's want to talk about Richard Madden next. Yes, John Reed. John Reed, questionable Ugh. character in the movie, <laughs> and in Elton's life. <laughs> yeah, what's interesting about him as a person john reed is he is portrayed as this terrible person an ex-lover of elton john's Mm -hmm. in this movie but he's also a manager of queens in bohemian rhapsody and he's not he's not portrayed as badly he's kind of like a decent decent person in that it's just interesting to see how they're portrayed differently yeah i wonder if uh the director Dexter Fletcher, if he if he knows him like in real life, because he's been a part of two movies where he's been a character in it, so that's very interesting. Mm-hmm. But I think the actor, I mean, he did a good job. Yeah, he did. Played the role well. I mean, yeah, you hate we him. Don't like him. Yeah, <laughs> love to hate him. Yes, <laughs> it's one of those. But uh, yeah, all right. What about Jamie Bell who played Bernie? Who do you think? Uh, <clears throat> I feel like similar thing. Honestly, mm-hmm. he played the role well. We love Bernie. He's just yeah, Jimmy. very very lovable uh, character, um, for sure. Treats Elton well. <laughs> yeah, and I'm looking here, and I've totally he played Billy Elliot in the movie Billy Elliot. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Too. So big musical background for this man. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of surprised at how he didn't. They didn't use his singing abilities with that quite as much. Yeah. I think he had he always, one song yeah, in the at the movie. end. Yeah. When are you gonna come down? <laughs> that yeah. song. Um, but he, I mean, he's the most admirable character mm-hmm. in the movie, For I sure. think. For sure. Let's move on to Bryce Dallas Howard, who played Elton John's mother. She always seems to play... She's really good at playing... Um, a, a very hateable character, mm-hmm. or she either she, it's like polar opposites. Um, or very lovable. Yeah, like in Jurassic okay. World, she's like, of that. She she can do it well, and uh, you've seen the episode of Black Mirror. She's a nosedive. Oh yes. Yeah, like she's very good at like I don't know having that. She has that smile, mm-hmm. like that fake smile. That oh yeah, like she can go either she's way. She's good really. and. and in the help, she plays a horrible character, like, horrible person. <laughs> mm. So, yeah. I mean, for her, she'd go either way, but I think she's a pretty, uh, a really, really uh, well-practiced actress, and 
her work is good. And in this film, she she really hit the nail on the head with mm -hmm. how harsh his mother was to him. Yeah. One thing I will say about this movie is that not many characters are very, like, three-dimensional about mm -hmm. things. It feels mm -hmm. like you either are supposed to love them mm -hmm. or hate them, which, I don't know. I don't know if I have a judgment about that, but mm -hmm. it's just an interesting Yeah, it's, interesting it's interesting to look at how, I mean, obviously, Elton was a part of making it, but, yeah. um, like, biopics are either one-sided or mm -hmm. they get the full story or they don't, um... But yeah, I mean, Not she didn't really. Super complex she didn't really, characters. <laughs> she was just terrible. Yeah, pretty much the whole time. She, they did this thing though where they'd have her say like a line where you're like, okay, and mm. the next line was like, okay, true, there it yeah, is. True. There she is again. Bringing it down again. Yeah. yeah. Which was <laughs> pretty pretty clever. Yeah, with the writing. Um, I mean, all the lines were pretty powerful. Um. Mm -hmm. But yeah, she did a good job. Um, I'm trying to find. Um, Want to talk about the little Eltons? Uh, little Reggie. Yes. There's two, Matthew Ellsley and Kit Connor. So Matthew was little tiny, like what, eight year old Elton maybe. Yes. And Kit is. Connor was like tween Elton. They both can sing. Mm -hmm. They can dance. They killed it. Yeah, they I'm did. always amazed by child actors. Yeah, it's it's incredible. Like, <laughs> I could never as a child. I don't think that much talent. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Child. Yeah, they they killed it. So props to them. It's pretty pretty solid cast. Sometimes with musicals, you have like one or two stars, and the rest you're like, oh, okay. I don't know. Obviously, yeah. you're in a supporting role for a reason, but it was pretty strong. I mean. I'm guessing, I'm going to try to find the budget of the film, <laughs> but, um, looks like, um, for the younger Rocket Man, younger Elton, I yeah. could say, <laughs> the Rocket it was Man only there. his second movie. Okay. Like, he hasn't been in that much, which as a second role is pretty incredible. Yeah. Wow. So the budget for this movie was $40 million. Wow. And... Opening weekend, the movie made uh, $25,725,722. So it didn't even make back what it was. But I'm, I mean, it I'm grossed sure 96000 yeah. or 96 million. Okay, that's what it's 368160 And then worldwide, its gross was 195000 or $195,179,299. So that, it did pretty well. I mean, I expected it to. Elton John is an international star, so. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like you can Count have a pretty good bet that you can spend a lot of money if it's about yeah. Elton John. Yeah, usually, like, and the Queen, the Bohemian Rhapsody. Mm-hmm. Usually these, these types of films get a pretty large budget because... They're more of a, they fit into more of a Hollywood type of film as yeah. opposed to an indie or kind of a more artistic film. But yeah. I mean, it was still really good. Just yeah. for comparison, the Bohemian Rhapsody budget was $55 million. Okay. So, interesting. That, that is interesting. 
That's a good one, too. Yeah. Have you seen that? I have seen it. Okay, yeah. yeah. I love that. The music's good in that one, too. Mm-hmm. All right, are we... Uh... All right. Let's talk about the music while we're at the... Let's get into it. So, obviously it has Elton John's music for the mm-hmm. most part. Yeah, it's yeah. all Elton John's music, but sung by different people. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of interesting. Um, different versions of it as well. Yeah. I think for me personally, I'm not like a diehard Elton John fan. Mm-hmm. I like his famous stuff. Yeah. And it was really fun to be able to see it in this yeah, kind of yeah. format. So It's definitely like, even if you don't know the the hits, you know, you've heard, you've heard them somewhere. Mm-hmm. And they really did a good job of like, you're like, oh, I think I know this one. What's coming up? And they did throw in some that I didn't know, but yeah, um, um, an interesting. We can just start from the beginning. The introduction song is "The Bitch Is Back." Oh, and they yeah. have that's ba- a Bernie one. Yeah, and yeah. they have Baby Elton singing. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's pretty uh, funny. It's so. It was good. kind of a cheeky play mm-hmm. on Elton John, and I really also or well here we'll play a little clip of that here. So that was that. Um, Ellen, do you want to talk about the Saturday Nights All Right? Uh, when that happened in the film, do you remember? That's when oh, yes. Tween. Yep. Yeah. That was. Did you expect maybe that to his come out? first performance or one of yeah. the first when he was a teenager at just a bar and someone was giving him crap? Um, yeah. And he just came out with Saturday Nights All Right. <laughs> and then it's a whole... And then it fits into kind of, like, the setting. Like, they're at the, this kind of divey bar. You know, mm-hmm. spouses are fighting. <laughs> yeah, that was fun, for sure. Yeah, so here's a little clip of that. That's a classic song. Um, what other songs do you want to talk about? <clears throat> oh, should we talk about Crocodile Rock? Yeah, that was... Yeah. Crocodile Rock was the first one in the musical where it was like his debut at the Troubadour in mm-hmm. California. Yep. Um, Very famous and, venue now. <laughs> oh, yeah. And that's... If you've seen the commercials for this movie, this is 
part of mm -hmm. the movie that you would have seen with his floating above the piano. Yeah, his like uh, his jump up. It's like a famous mm -hmm. picture of Elton John. They show at the end, but and he's in his. Uh, I did not know that was a real oh, like, picture. Yeah, I think your sister I thought that was, was like just for... <laughs> that was just for effect of the moment. Yeah. Yeah, but Crocodile Rock. It's like his his basically the launch of his solo career mm -hmm. is in this moment so it's kind of an epic moment we can do you want to talk about the float moment he like comes out he starts singing and then he mm. just floats up for a yep. second like the crowd starts floating yeah. up and you're like what's happening kind of like a intense musical experience yeah. like very fantasy like -esque. yeah yeah and then he just goes to town on this song so here's crocodile rock a little clip of that Ants, ants, scale mount stones. Had a new girl, Chevy, and a place of my own. But the biggest chick I ever got was through the bank on the crocodile rock. While the other kids were rocking around the clock, we were hopping and bopping to the crocodile rock. Well, crocodile rock on the something shotgun, and you'll be. Probably, probably one of my favorite Elton songs. I mean, I think Crocodile Rock, Benny and the Jets, and Saturday Night, <laughs> my favorite. But um, good classics for real. Um, another one. I think they. I think they do a good job of like having the songs flow together with the with the plot for the most part. Yeah. Um, and I know some of the songs do fit in, like actually fit in with the timeline of like when. Mm -hmm. they're happening but some yeah. of them i think they just it's like a musical fashion like yeah this yeah. fits with this moment so yeah so sometimes just to it's give, hard to tell yeah yeah just to give an example of that like throughout the movie as he's falling down into more of his addiction to cocaine alcohol yeah. that kind of a thing uh, <clears throat> at some point <laughs> um you get don't let the sun go down on me mm -hmm. and uh Goodbye, Yellowbrook Road, when he's making the decision to get yeah. help. And then, like, I'm still standing. I'm going to love me again. Yeah. That's the kind of final, like, yeah. coming out of that. Yeah. And they they use Benny, or Rocket Man is kind of like his, when he has his very big downfall into this sad <laughs> um, addiction uh, that he, yes, he was it's... fighting. Um, because it's just, it's a really beautiful scene. He falls into the pool, you know, after yeah. he's trying to OD and he's just floating and baby Elton's in the bottom and they have this moment and... Yeah, it's an emotional moment. Yeah, and then, yeah. yeah. And then, uh, he gets brought to the hospital and carried and... <laughs> mm -hmm. Very epic. It was very, very beautiful though, the way they choreographed that scene. Yeah. And then it kind of showed his life is just like doing that. 
it's like so hard for him and then but he has to get picked back up and put back on the stage it's kind of like what he was going through mm-hmm. um i feel like rocket man is a fitting song yeah. for the turning point of the movie so that's of. true yeah and benny and the jets is <laughs> it takes an interesting turn <laughs> yeah that's also when he's kind of like in the midst of f about what's happening yeah that's true but then yeah like you said the end is like all these songs about picking yourself up and self-love and i mean i'm gonna love me again (laughs) at the end and he ends with i'm still standing epic epic song epic and a cool thing about that um is at the end yeah so he's like he finishes rehab and then He's in the outfit of the music video. Mm. My parents love like this moment. They thought it was cool how they they actually put uh, Taryn into the music the the real Elton John music video for this song, it's dressed in the same way. They have him do the whole choreography. So my parents love that moment. <laughs> it's pretty cool. It's a fun like yeah. way to do that. Yeah. yeah, and special effects. So should we good segue into that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Lots of special effects in this movie. Lots. Yeah, you gotta expect that with a musical, and especially about Elton John. I mean, he's all about the special effects and, you know, flashy stuff, which is Mm -hmm. awesome. It's very fitting. Yeah, for sure. Um, Trying to think. I mean, there's obviously, like, the moments where, the very fantastical moments where... Times kind of stops. Mm-hmm. People are floating, and yeah, the whole Rocket Man scene that we just yeah, talked about. Yeah, that was very fantastical. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think. Yeah, he fly the transitions even. Mm-hmm. Um, clear special effects and yeah, um, kind of ties into editing as well. <laughs> What's trying to get into your room? Now? <laughs> A lot of squirrel maybe. <laughs> Um, but, I mean, it, it fits. It's, someone who doesn't yeah. like musicals probably wouldn't like it because it doesn't seem realistic. That's <laughs> <laughs> kind of a, it's not very a realistic. funny little, yeah. <laughs> um, but if you, if you like musicals and kind of fantasy mm-hmm. things, you'll love it because it plays into the mood, the songs, yeah. it's, it's epic. It's like being in the Broadway theater and. Yeah. And then some. Like, <laughs> Where do you even start on the special effects? Like, all of the shows, all of yeah. his, like, trips that he was having, they all had so many mm-hmm. tied into yeah. it. The big part. So props yeah. to the special effects yeah. people. Yeah, shout out one. to them. <laughs> all right. We're going into editing? Yes. All right. Yep. So that kind of plays into special effects, I suppose, but mm-hmm. I... What I really like to look for in musicals is editing of, like, musical, like, dance numbers because, mm. one, it's hard because I've edited stuff. I've edited a music video. Not that it was that, like, this movie, but, like, lining up action with music. It was very interesting to see, like, if they kept up with, like, where he was, like, playing the piano even. Mm-hmm. I, I like looking for that, like. And, uh, like, whiplash and stuff. That's what I like for. But a couple moments, I thought I was like, "Mm, I don't know. Really? Yeah, but it's because I've seen the movie, I don't know, 10, 12 times. You notice it a little more. So I I pay attention a little more. But, I mean, it's quick. It's quick cuts for those because 
you can do that during like musical numbers because you don't really have to worry about dialogue. Right. So like yeah. you can take any angle and it's still like, oh, we're at the show. We're here. We're not really violating any rules. Mm-hmm. The 180 degree rule. You're not really what violating is that? that. Can you explain that? Yeah. So that <laughs> for that, sorry. Um, that is this kind of this thing in cinematography and and basic like di is for dialogue most dialogue things and like very technical way of shooting. But it's so if you have two people standing and then you set up the camera like pointed at them. Mm-hmm. It's basically like if you're on this side of them, you can't jump across to the other side because mm. it plays with. Um, kind of distorts like the perception the, of the perception okay. of like the the view and um I don't know can confuse people okay. it doesn't confuse me because I like when it play with I, it. yeah I really like that so I mean it's a personal preference yeah yeah very people who go to film school and who are very cut and dry like technical about it like I've been in class with like you can't you can't cut to that side and I'm like mm. oh okay but I, I think it's, it's the fun. same people. It wouldn't be that confusing. Yeah. But I guess it's just like it's like it was a no no when mm. film school is yeah. very serious. But okay. But um yeah, it's a thing we talk about in class a lot. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, I mean, you can violate it if it's if it fits. Like yeah, know. yeah, yeah. It's all about like the tone and the right, mood. So right. so I think it's fine mm. in musicals. I'm, I think it's cool to see all the angles, but mm-hmm. yeah, when you're in a conversation, you have to show the same sides of the people. So even if there's two people talking, you can show like this side of this person's face and then this side, mm. but when they're talking, yeah, so Interesting. yeah, okay. it's a little complicated, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but sounds like it. One thing I noticed with the editing is like, um, when he was more in the midst of all the addiction things, it was a lot more like quick cuts between scenes where it'd be like mm-hmm. very abrupt kind yeah. of like it was like he'd be doing something and then up oh, all of a sudden he's rolling out from his yeah. bed, which it makes sense yeah. given the context. Yeah. I thought that was well done. And then yeah. it was like when it was, um, he was more like in the right frame of mind is like longer periods of time more mm-hmm. like, actual yeah. dialogue and like it's, it's it's all about tone of what's happening which is exactly what you just said but yeah yeah that's a good it's a good point to make um yeah i noticed that too it was, it was uh <laughs> i mean it's very common to when you're having i don't know how to explain like abrupt kind of you know taxing things that are happening to a person that you cut quick like it's like an right, action right. almost but yeah a very literal way to show yeah the tone of that it's just to yeah it and induce that mo- mood and tone into the mm-hmm. audience but i yeah. mean i felt it oh yeah yeah Me too <laughs> yeah that's that's a yeah awesome um trying to think i mean yeah the transitions we kind of touched on already mm-hmm. but they had really cool like the cameras moving across and then we like pan into the next scene mm-hmm. and he's like waking up or he's like starting to do something else and they did have a couple montage moments um when he's like gaining his fame um, oh yeah yeah yeah. where he's like doing this and the next moment he's doing this 
Especially with John Reed. Yeah. Monkey Cat. That yep, was a that montage is, yeah. moment. That was a very cool montage and mm-hmm. like the musical number. Um and I love I love a good montage. <laughs> <laughs> um which can here's a little I mean I'll connect it back to where it came from, but um montage was like a big thing in the early Russian cinema. Hmm. Um the movie Battleship Potemkin is like Potemkin? Fam- yeah. Mm. <laughs> it's a you gotta we gotta watch that because okay. we need to that's that's cinema history right there Ellen um but there's like this epic scene montage scene um on the stairs where it's like people are like fleeing and then like this army is like just basically killing people but it's like this epic montage that like made this movie like famous and um world renowned for its montage but uh mm. yeah and that's where it started? Yeah, Russian cinema, early, like, 1900s. Interesting. Is, is yeah, very well known for the introduction of the montage. Wow. Yeah. A little history lesson. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, editing is one of my favorite things, so. Mm. I always like to, in different genres, kind of see what they do with that. So. Mm-hmm. Did you feel like there was similarities between the editing for like this and Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, I mean, you couldn't even tell from like the the color in the cameras too. Mm. They're kind of filmed in the same exact way, the same yeah. story and the same like with uh Freddie Mercury when he started getting into his like partying and Yeah. It was kinda like a I could it's see the comparison. Yeah, yeah. Between the way they filmed and edited that those sequences, so Mm-hmm. Yeah, this guy, uh, Dexter, he kind of had a vision, I think, for how he's going to do these mm-hmm. biopics. And I, they're both solid, so yeah. I love a good biopic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, final thoughts? On final thoughts. Um, I'm a musical lover, so I do love <laughs> this movie. If you ever get a chance to see it in a theater, I recommend it in the theater first before you watch mm-hmm. it at home. If you can't, watch it at home, but... Musicals are always really good to see in a actual movie theater because they're either filmed in like cinemascope, so it's very wide wide angle lens, so there's more to see. It's it's bigger, dancing's easier to see, and mm-hmm. I don't know, it's just a better experience. I I recommend any film in the theater before, but yeah, yeah, of um, course. That's just me, but um, the directing was solid. The acting was pretty solid. I mean. I learned a lot about Elton John from this. I, mm-hmm. I mean, it's his life story. I didn't know his life was like that. Um, the music was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. For, I love when they they don't just, you know, take the same music. They kind of put a little twist and make it their own. And I love that about this movie. How about you, Ellen? Any final thoughts? I have a hard time with biopics sometimes. Yeah. Um, just because, I don't know. I don't know what it is about them, but they don't usually wow me. But I feel mm-hmm. like I really did. I liked this one. I liked it better than Bohemian Rhapsody. Okay. I do like this one a little more than Bohemian yeah. Rhapsody. I thought too. it was very fun. I loved the costumes. Yeah. The costumes are epic. Ellen and of I are course. already planning to have an Elton John themed party. Oh, of course. And we will watch this movie to get the costumes uh-huh. to send to people uh-huh. to wear because 
Shout out to the costume designer for this Honestly. makeup hair. Huge. They are so underappreciated yeah. in the film world, and they really got to get boosted up because they do so Incredible. much for films. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, I'd say I really enjoyed it. It was a little more fast-paced than mm-hmm. Bohemian Rhapsody, mm-hmm. I thought, which I liked. Yeah. So. Yeah. Good recommendation, Olivia. You're welcome, Ellen. Um, <laughs> should we talk about upcoming things? So, this is... This is our newest episode. Share it to your friends. Send it to a couple friends. Maybe they'll like our podcast. Get them listening. Um, so we'll have this one that you're obviously listening to right now. And then I'll be releasing a <laughs> episode from The Vault. Ooh. We've been saying that <laughs> I taped back in January. Is it January? Or t- was it February? I don't know, yeah. I'd have to check. It's way back when. It was when uh, I had COVID, was recovering from COVID, so... We uh, filmed it virtually. Yeah, virtually. Ellen was uh, via FaceTime or call, phone call, so don't worry, everyone, we were safe. <laughs> I was sitting in my room, still. Um, but that is on a really special film that we both love, Isle of Dogs, directed by Wes Anderson, so... From the vault. Check that special from the vault episode that will be coming out soon. Um, hopefully within a couple of days of this episode. Um, we're excited to be back. Stay tuned for more episodes. We're going to hopefully uh, get a lot more in because it's summertime and we're a little more free until mm-hmm. the fall when we're both back. Mm-hmm. You know, back for on sure. the grind, but we'll keep it up. I think, I know, I enjoy doing this. I enjoy yes, me too. Getting man. together with Ellen and... Sharing the special cinema bond that we have. (laughs) Okay, too too soft, too soft. (laughs) Um, Thanks for listening, everyone. If you have any feedback, recommendations, feel free to shoot us an email or DM us on Instagram. Oh yeah, shout out to Julia for this. She she this was a a request from Julia. Shout out to Sabrina, who has been begging (laughs) us to be back. Um, We love you. Thank you for your support. We hope you enjoy this. Through butter, sweat, and tears, we'll see you next time. Take it easy, everyone. Without you on my I never could have hoped to been. You're sliding down the road and leading me again. The threats you made were meant to cut me down. But if I love just a circle, you'll be a cloud.